When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, good morning, welcome back. Thanks for listening to my talk 1071, Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Hello. I think we got stuff. I think we got stuff figured out. I just had a private conversation with Bradley Trainer. Oh, oh, good. Oh, oh, good, good, good. <laughs> it was, was a like, it was a very code conversation. I'm broadcasting uh, out of my luxurious home studio that is my closet, and um, and occasionally there's just some weird things that that happen. So I just heard. <laughs> During the commercial break, Colleen and Bradley were, were communicating to each other from other studios in the building, in the, in the KSTP building. Mm. And then I was like panicking, like, oh, crud, how do I, because I can't, I have limited things, limited ways that I can talk to people from here. But then Bradley just sent out a bat signal and he said, Steve, can you hear me? Let me make sure Steve can't hear me. And that's why I just hit him with a, mm-hmm. That was my code, which oh. was pointless because now I'm telling you all about it. <laughs> so in reality, I didn't have to do the code it's thing. Okay, that's all right. Things but are I, here's right what I now. did find out from Colleen. Um, wherever she is, and I don't know where she is, but she's cold right now. She said, it's cold. Oh, Good gosh. to know. All right, I'll crank the heat up in here before okay. she gets in. You. Um, you guys, are you fans of the Beastie Boys? Oh, yeah. In seventh grade, I was. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then beyond that. Uh, well, there is a new documentary, and it's called Beastie Boys Story, and it is on Apple TV, Apple TV Plus, or whatever it's called. Um, and it's really interesting, the format that they use to tell their story. Basically, it's uh, obviously the surviving members of the Beastie Boys. It is um, Mike D and Ad-Rock. Um, and it's almost, I don't know, I, I, it was very distracting for me to watch them tell the story. What they did was they went to three different theaters mm-hmm. and they did what looks like a TED Talk presentation. Oh. And it's directed by Spike Jones, who directed a lot of their famous videos. Mm-hmm. And they're telling the story and they've got the use of like music and sound effects. They're reading off of a teleprompter. In front of a live audience. So they did this three different times in three different theaters. And then Spike Jones took the, you know, the best parts of it and put okay. it together. Sure. I found it very distracting. Really? Yeah. I just didn't like the changing first... venue. Was that the problem? Nope. I didn't even notice the changing of the venue. It was okay. more that it might have been the same venue for all I know. Um, but they 
the way they told the story, while it is unique, it's almost like watching a podcast. Mm. They're both standing the whole time on mics and they're telling the story and then there's like video in the background and then they tell. It's almost like they're reading pages out of their book and it's real um, casual, but it's also I felt like I was watching like two middle aged dads trying to be cool and oh, it's. No. I just didn't like it because... It even happened to the Beastie Boys? They even turned oh into kind of boring middle-aged dads? Oh, my God, 100%. Oh, no. 100%. But if you're fans of the Beastie Boys, you will probably enjoy this. I just thought it was a weird way to tell their story. Um, I like their story, and it was interesting to see it, but it was just something about... It took all the cool out of it for me. Really? Yes. So you didn't feel, it didn't open the door to their personal lives where you felt like, oh, now I feel even more connected to these guys. There was a dissonance of like watching these, let's call them boring dads, talk, (laughs) and then juxtaposing that to their breakthrough music. Yes. There was nothing, there there really wasn't anything personal about it. Oh, Even when they talked about how um, um, Yauk... Adam Yao got um, diagnosed with cancer and he passed away in, in 2012. And it, it did get a little emotional at times, but it didn't get much more personal than that. To me, it was just all business, all about their touring, all about their album, all about, um, you know, how they how their album. What was the one Paul's Boutique? Is that what mm-hmm. it was called? The album that they thought was going to blow up and it just did nothing. It was Somewhat interesting. I feel like I'm never going to get that two hours back. But if you were a big fan, wow. I would say you should still watch it. But here's a takeaway that I thought you would enjoy. Because, um, first of all, fight for your right to party. They did right. as a joke. You know, and they were kind of embarrassed about the song. Because they were really just making fun of fun of frat boys. And then they ended up, you know, ended up being this huge hit for them. But they also did a song called Cookie Puss. And hmm? we come to find out, Dawn, that Cookie Puss was a, um, like a very East Coast kind of ice cream cake. Yeah, I know what Cookie Puss you is. You do? You yeah, know okay. Cookie Puss, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, Steve did not know what Cookie Puss was. So here's their little story uh, about Cookie Puss. I have the commercial of Cookie Puss. Is oh, there... oh, let's I'm listen sorry. to the commercial. That's okay. I thought you had the documentary oh, in front of no, you. No, I don't. I never got that. Oh, Donna, I'm oh sorry. it's all right. Let's play the Cookie Puss. Okay. Just for old time's sakes. Here's Cookie Puss and Cookie Opus. I'm a card celestial presence from outer space. My real name is Cookie Puss, but my friends call me CP. I'm a Carvel ice cream cake, and I make fresh dairy at participating Carvel ice cream stores. Yeah. Cookie Puss will be at your participating Carvel ice cream stores. Please visit them. Or if you call this toll-free number, you can send Cookie Puss to a friend. Oh, boy. Okay, so it's Cookie Puss and Cookie Opus. Let me see if I could find the song Cookie Puss. Of course. (gasps) Glaciers are rivers of ice. What's happening? Is this frozen? Oh, for the love of God, it's going on to pro. This is a mess. This is a mess. Oh, it's my God. I'm looking for the other thing. Oh, for the love of God. It's all good. This is perfect. This is perfect because Cookie Puss, the first time that we started talking about Cookie Puss on the show, 
what was it, maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago. Yeah. It was such an interruption, a divine interruption to what the plan was that I didn't know about it. And then we dug deeper. And then there's this, you know, what you could say is on some level really <laughs> racist commercial. What? Uh, no, the, you know, the cookie opus. They're always oh, Irish. Let's just throw an O on it. Hey, oh, I'm cookie yeah. opus. <laughs> Not really racist. But which I, uh-huh. I just love the production quality of these. I love that Cookie Puss mm-hmm. is self-described as a celestial being. What we learned about Cookie Puss and Carvel, and God love you, Car- Carvel, some of their other shapes, Cookie Opus um, also became Santa Claus. Yep. Uh, or no, no, that was Fudgy the Whale. Fudgy, oh, the, fudgy whale. the Whale also became was Santa thing. Claus, another mold. Uh, then we had Tom Turkey, which was Cookie Puss, also upside down. The mold. What are you doing, Steve? I'm looking at a cookie puss. Oh, <laughs> I see the cookie puss right in front of me right now. Puss. Okay, I do have the Beastie Boys thing that if you want to hear that. Yeah, let's this is them talking. Say it again, Donna. This is this them is talking their song. about. They had they put out a song called Cookie Puss because of okay. the commercials. <laughs> it, it's based on prank prank calls. That's an unsafe clue. Yeah, let's not do that one. Uh, well, anyway, this was a killer like segment to today. Woody. <laughs> yeah, for, I will first be clear. Uh, it was uh, the Cookie Opus commercial. Not racist. Stereotypical, maybe. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, and the rest of everything that we did there was what kids call a dumpster fire. <laughs> But entertaining nonetheless. It's my fault. It's I know. all my fault. It's actually guys. Bradley's fault. Let's blame him. Yeah, yes. Brad. Guess what we're doing, Brad? I'm still dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't worry about it. It's a pandemic, okay? Yeah, we're doing fine. Stuff happens. We're doing fine. We'll edit this out of the podcast. Anyway, the takeaway story is the Beastie Boys documentary, not really that great. Boring. If you yeah. love the Beastie Boys, watch it. If you're just a moderate kind of so-so fan, I would skip it. Pass. But there you go. <sighs> Long way to get to that point, huh? Boy, we, we did it. We did that. We did that last sentence in in nine minutes. <laughs> good. Good about All right, let's take a break. We'll regroup. We swear we'll be better. Um, Dawn's going to tell you how Harry Potter and Ghostbusters are the same universe. That's coming up next. Get your laughs after lunch or anytime with Colleen and... Already feeling better about this show on my talk, 1071. Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. Hey, 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 hey man. Hey. What's going on? Girl, thanks for asking. You know, I'm just kind of sitting in this chair right now. I'm sitting in a chair that uh, you can lift up, like an office chair. Oh, yeah. You can lift up, but w- within a span of usually four minutes, and it's not immediate, so you don't feel the drop. It slowly <laughs> lowers back to its original position. Oh, the huh. slow sink. So I start at mic level. And then by the end of it, I'm down here. <laughs> Every segment. So now, technically, I could probably spring for a new chair. Hmm. Um, ah, you know, yeah, but I got I this one from Walmart probably a decade ago, and it's <laughs> still holding up. But is it? <laughs> I say wait oh. till it breaks. Hang on, guys. Sorry. I needed to crush my completed can of Canada Dry Ginger Ale. Oh. I always find it interesting, people who drink soda... A.K.A. pop. Yeah, in the morning. Like non-coffee drinkers who drink Mountain Dew, I'm always like, really? You'd rather have that? 
What does it say about me, though? I mean, I, I, I had coffee. I had three cups of coffee. And then I reached for the... I could have gone for LaCroix, but then this, the Canada drive was looking at me like, hey, bro, hmm. you want to do something? I hear you. And now we talk Harry Potter and Ghostbusters. Mm. Oh, what yeah. what is this? This is, this is weird. I'm, I'm familiar with... I love the Harry Potter movies. Okay. Um, I have only... I think I've, I, I've seen one, Ghostbusters 1... And then the the recent one with uh, Melissa McCarthy and Kate McKinnon and et cetera, uh, Kristen Wiig. But outside of that, I don't feel uber familiar with the world of Ghostbusters, but I do more or less with Harry Potter. The crossover is confusing to me. What are we? What have you learned? Okay, so this is uh, an article on ComicBook.com, um, a, a site that I go to a lot, and uh, they brought up a fan theory by a Reddit user. Uh, fan theories subreddit and it's all about that these two universes are actually the same universes does that make sense yeah so they're living in the same world i hmm. love it when they do this with movies so this is the idea it's that ghostbusters is where muggles start to discover magic by scientific ways instead of wizards who were born with it hmm. And then they go on to say that Gozer, who is the main ghost and antagonist in Ghostbusters, was a witch that conned the entire cult of Gozer into believing that she was a god constructing the 550 Central Park West building as a primitive horcrux to bring them back like Voldemort does in the series. And then they also theorize that the major crux of the theory is how this wizarding world responds to the events of the film. And that Walter Peck from Ghostbusters, the main protagonist, is actually himself a wizard. Oh, man. And he has been sent to clean up the situation. Is the theory, do they reference timelines? So does that mean that Harry Potter in this shared universe Mm -hmm. happened before Ghostbusters? Oh, good question. Yes. So this is the events that take place um, in the 2016 Ghostbusters reboot um, as well. Now, Donna. It's it's all the movies combined into... So in between is Harry Potter. I see. Okay. Okay. Ghostbusters, then Harry Potter, then the new Ghostbusters. I mean, people have Uh, a lot of time on their hands with the pandemic. Absolutely. Even before Uh, the pandemic. (laughs) Donna, we have a lot... Um, that we don't have in common, but uh, there are a few moments where I hear something and I think she's thinking the same thing I am. Are you caught up on 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 Horcrux? Um, you know, I'm a little behind, and by a little, I mean no, no, no. I mean, like, are you are you hung up right now mentally on when Don said the word Horcrux? Did you go into just a nerd like spin cycle where all you could everything that she said after that was just? I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Blah, 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 blah. What is Horcrux, you nerd? Um, no, I just continued to listen. Oh. I well, assumed nice. it was just something that had to do with Harry Potter. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh, now I have to look this up. Um, I can tell you what a Horcrux is. I can okay. too. 
Oh, you can't? What? Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So it, isn't it like an object, like where a dark wizard Donna. has hidden a fragment of his or her soul in order to become um, I did immortal? the same thing, Donna. <laughs> Google definition. You can only, you can, it can only be created after committing murder, murder which is the, the supreme, supreme act, act of, of evil. evil. This is for either, either you're on Google or this is just from your time of watching Dateline. So often. It's a little both. Okay. Okay, that sounds cool. That's I think I'm gonna start reading Harry Potter. That'd be a great book for you to start right? reading. Right? It would you know why? Because it will I, I know it feels more recent, but you're trying to go through the classics. Listen, girlfriend, yeah, in a hundred years that's, that's, a, that's classic. a classic. You're right. You know what I mean? Even now it's becoming a classic. Are you oh, reading and then, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Play the music in the background when you read it. Okay. At least at the beginning of the book. Okay. And it, oh, okay. it will just it just right. stirs the feeling, the uh, magic inside. Will do. You won't. Uh, Dawn, your question. Oh, this is kind of a follow-up question, though. Are you okay. reading a classic right now? Um, yes. I am reading Lord of the Flies. Oh, yeah. And I just finished. Thank you, Steve. Because I have four books on, on my nightstand that have <laughs> been started and mm. not finished. I just finished uh, Catch and Kill from Ronan Farrow. Oh. Done. Now nice. I'm going back to Lord of the Flies, which I put down to read Catch and Kill, which was excellent, by the way. So I'll, uh, I'll get back to you on Piggy and the Gang <laughs> coming up later in the week. <laughs> I haven't even read it, but spoiler, I, I have a bad feeling about Piggy's situation. I don't feel good about Piggy either. Poor Piggy. And he's got like asthma. It's a tough it's a situation. It's a tough sled with a name like Piggy. Mm. I know he had it coming. No, these kids are ruthless. These kids are ruthless. They're, They're ruthless. a bunch of bullies. I'm really afraid of what's going to happen. I really am. How many of these kids are bullies in this movie or in this this book? Lord of the Flies. A lot I don't of know. I haven't gotten very far yet. Oh, okay. Well, we'll... Yeah. Oh, no. Does it get bad, Dawn? Yeah. All right. Yeah. We got to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Are we doing it? Yeah. Let's do Sweet. it. Should we get a caller on the line? Yeah. yeah let's a call. do it. 651-641-1071. You can bet on me, bet on Donna. If you bet right, you win a prize. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Game time coming up next. Five Eyewitness News for uh, weather forecast. Uh, it's going to be warming up this week. Uh, 60 is the high today. Tonight, a low of 43. And that is sponsored by AARP Minnesota. Ooh. We should mention, too, listener rewards this month. Got some good stuff. Uh, you could win a Summer Lakes beverage prize pack, including a Yeti cooler stocked with their bootleg and Luna Paloma mixes. Yeah, we've also got gift cards to Bachman's, Lunds, and Byerly's, and a whole lot more. You can get the app if you don't have it already. It's really slick. Uh, you can also stream online. Either place can get you registered. You can go to mytalk1071.com. Download the app wherever. Wherever you get your apps, get ours there. Everybody's doing it. Let's do this. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Ryan. I want to see how smart you are. <laughs> We're getting there. Listen, yes, we're for, there. for what it's worth, uh, the first month that I was on this show, every every intro to every segment was uh, Donna and Marley. 
And the poster in the hall was up that, like that for about a year and a half. That's <laughs> so okay. We'll get you know, there. You know, there's a new one. I just, uh, it was sent to me, and I actually haven't been able to step away to record it in. So we'll have it tomorrow. We'll have it tomorrow. Okay, with a score of 43 for Steve and 33 for Donna Valentine, we're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, a game we play every day on Donna and Steve at 1030. And we have Susie on the line. Susie, where are you calling from? Invergrove Heights. Yes, Invergrove Heights. Hi, Susie. Hi. In the 2010 census, we had 35,481 people in Invergrove Heights. Wow, that's bigger than I thought. Yeah. Now, Susie, if you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? (laughs) Spaghetti. For sure. Without a doubt. Oh, I haven't had spaghetti in years. What? Mm. Years? Yeah, for sure. Welcome to the freak show that is Donna's diet, Don. I mean, there are so many things she has not enjoyed within the last decade. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. We'll get to that later. Well, Susie, if you win this game today, you're going to get a T-shirt, a MyTalk T-shirt. You can sleep in it, wear it to the gym, or wear it every day if you want to, if you win. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to announce a topic here on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Do I have everyone's attention? Donna, Steve, and Susie? Yes. More or less. Okay. Buddy Cop Movies is the topic for today. Cop. So, Susie, do you think, who knows more about buddy cop movies? Is it Donna or Steve? It's Donna. Donna, okay. I was just going to say, it's not Donna. Okay. (laughs) All right, I'm going to step out. Donna, you text me when it's time for me, okay? Okay, wait, let me start the text. Uh, Steve, come back. I'm just going to write blah, 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 blah. Okay, there's Steve, blah. Okay, ready. Okay, Steve's going to leave. All right, so we're going to start this game right now. I will start the timer when we start when I ask the first question. Oh, no. Number one, this 2013 movie directed by Paul Feig is about an uptight FBI special agent who's paired with a foul-mouthed Boston cop to take down a ruthless drug lord starring Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. I can't remember. Next. Okay, number two. Let's see here. Uh, This 1995 movie starring Martin Lawrence and Will Smith is about two hip detectives who protect a witness to a murder while investigating the case of stolen heroin. I know they have another one that just came out, and I don't know what the name of it is off the top of my head. Number three, this 1998 movie plot revolves around the rescue of a Chinese diplomat's daughter, the FBI and the LAPD, starring Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. I can't. The timer is killing me. Help me. Okay. All right. All right. The Um, time has expired. So can I see if I can get some help from our caller? Yes. um, Susie, do you know the answers to any of those questions? I believe the second one was Bad Boys. Okay. Okay. Bad Boys. Um, Do you know any of the other ones, Susie? No. Okay. We accept that. And uh, I will call Steve back. Uh, I just sent out his message, which is blah. Darn, I know the movies. I just, the timer just freaks me Maybe out. Maybe I should make the question shorter. No, okay. you're fine, Dawn. This is what, <laughs> this is how it's always been. Hello. Oh, hi, oh, hey, Steve. Steve. When did okay. you get here? I never left. Oh, come on. <laughs> hey, no, I, uh, Scout's Honor. I left. Okay. All right, I'm going to start the timer after I ask the first question. Here we go. Are you ready, Steve? I'm ready. Okay, number one. This 2013 movie directed by Paul Feig is about an uptight FBI special agent who's paired with a foul-mouthed Boston cop to take down a ruthless drug lord starring Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. Dang it, I know this pass. Okay, number two. This 1995 movie starring Martin Lawrence and Will Smith is about two hip detectives who protect a witness to a murder 
while investigating the case of stolen heroin. Bad boys. Number three, this 1998 movie plot revolves around the rescue of a Chinese diplomat's daughter, the FBI and the LAPD, starring Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Rush Hour. All uh, right. that other one. Hang on. It's, uh... Oh, bing. Time has expired. Okay, time Dang has expired. It. Let's review the questions here. Number one, this 2013 movie directed by Paul Feig. And uh, it's about an uptight FBI agent, Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock are in it. We didn't get an answer from either of you. Susie, mm. do you have a guess? No. Okay, it is The Heat. Oh. The, heat. the Heat. That was that a was, tough one. That was funny. I, I, I remember that. Oh, darn it. All right. Uh, number two, we have, uh, this is starring Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. By uh, It's about two hip detectives who protect a witness to a murder while investigating a case of stolen heroin. Steve, you answered bad boys. Donna did not give an answer. Oh, no. Susie gave it to, though. Susie gets to change. Susie changed it. I apologize. Yes. So Susie guessed bad boys. That is correct for both Steve and Susie. Good job, Susie. Okay. So it comes uh, down to the third question here. This 1998 movie plot revolves around the rescue of a Chinese diplomat's daughter, the FBI, and the LAPD. Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker. Steve, you said rush hour. Donna and Susie said nothing. It was rush hour, which Come means on. Steve is. Yeah. Oh, that's the wrong music. Let's Yay. do fanfare. Yeah. Oh, oh Steve's the winner, sorry, but oh, oh, Susie, okay. I'm sorry you didn't win. Oh, girl. Susie, now I feel bad. I'm sorry, Susie. Should we give her her um her runner-up prize though? Yeah, oh, the consolation prize. Yeah, yes. a, you can do a shout out, Susie, to whoever or whomever you would oh. choose to shout out. My husband. Hi, Steve. Oh, Is Steve. he in the next room? Hey, Steve. <laughs> Different Steve. Oh, I believe you. I believe you. Oh, Tell him we Susie, said hello. Sorry. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. We Have a great you. day. You too. Bye, Susie. Bye-bye. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Was that too hard? No. I, I mean, I just, I don't know my cop movies very well. Mm. Okay. Rush Hour. I saw the Melissa McCarthy one. You Me did? Too. Yes. Yeah, I thought everybody did. Yeah, I just was a, I, that title doesn't even ring a bell though when you say it. I, that's how it was. I was so disassociated the movie with the title of the movie. Whereas I haven't, believe it or not, I haven't seen Bad Boys or Rush Hour. Oh, I haven't either. Oh my gosh! I know. I know. I know. I, know. I, know. I think the last cop buddy movie I saw was uh, what's the one with Mel Gibson? Lethal Weapon. Yep. <laughs> oh, that was going to be one of my other ones. Wow. There we I go. I was hoping. All right. That's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, the current score, Dawn? Yeah. Uh, 33 for Donna and 43 for Steve. Yeah, didn't he just went, Didn't he just go up to 44? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. 44. You're, you yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, I'm too honest. Thank oh, you, Donna. Boo. You are correct. Thank you, Donna. Boo. Here, I have good news for you, Donna. It's okay. going to make you feel happy. Okay. Uh, because you you have never seen Hamilton, though you have listened to the soundtrack many Alexander times. Alexander Hamilton. I could have bet an entire paycheck <laughs> that, that I that was going to happen. Uh, with that I'm being said, I'm not giving away my shot. Ugh. I'm not giving away my shot. You make me uncomfortable when you do that. <laughs> Hamilton. We mentioned this months ago when there was news out that um, Hamilton 
had been recorded, the stage version mm -hmm. had been recorded, and it was going to get a theatrical release. Now, the theatrical release was supposed to happen in October, uh, October of 2021. What's nice is we're living in this season of life where everything seems to be getting delayed. But every now and again, something does the inverse and gets released early. Oh. Disney Plus, out of what just seems to be benevolence, because October 2021, I feel like you'd be pretty safe to release that in theaters. Instead, instead of releasing it in theaters in October of 21, they're releasing it in July of this year. Yes! 2020. Yay! July 3rd, the day before Independence Day. You can watch Hamilton on Disney Plus. That's pretty cool. Wow. Okay, that makes me happy. I, I really like the idea that it was going to come to theaters, but hey, I'm excited. And Disney Plus is such a steal at seven bucks a month. There's so if especially if you like a lot of Disney properties, and then they've got Marvel and they've got Star Wars. I mean, we pay for that thing multiple times over. We get more so much value out of Disney Plus. And by the way, you would be proud. I'm actually paying for it. My brother pays for Netflix. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> I'm actually paying for Apple Plus TV. I noticed that because I saw in the grid uh, that you had on like oh, our shared outline. Hey. We I already took a picture of it with my oh, phone. No, no. Oh, <laughs> I was like, fine. what's that there for? Interesting. Um, no, I thought maybe you were trying to uh, log in and you thought you were on a login screen and just putting it on our <laughs> grid. And then I found out the backstory of it was so that Don could have some access to different audio that we needed. So um, anyway, well, so that's a little fun bit of information. Hamilton coming to Disney Plus nice. on July 3rd. One other quick bit that could be could be good news uh, for Disney fans. Disney World Hotels, this according to uh, Fox News, they're accepting reservations for July. This right July? Now, Wait, this July? Th this July. Wow. Now, there's sort of a... Hang on, though. Right now, if you try to go on a Disney World hotel uh, site, it will just tell you that there's nothing available through all of June. So it's open in July. However, they have not issued any sort of formal reopening date. And there is speculation, too, that even if they do get to a point... Let's say Disney World opens at some point this year. I mean, I think it's a little optimistic that it would open this summer. But let's say it did. Mm-hmm. Expect that to come with a myriad of new rules and oh, caveats sure. of saying, which Disney always does, but even more so, dependent on CDC guidelines, there could be uh, certainly an attendance restriction, but also certain attractions within Disney World may or may not be open based on whatever the guidelines are at that point. So it feels like if you have a Disney trip booked, like we were going to be, we were planning to go to Disney with the kids, we we're all pumped about it. And now I don't even know if we would try to go at any point later this year because I just wonder. It, you need to figure out how much of the park would really be open. The crowd control could be a good thing, them limiting the amount of people. I think that'd yeah. be great. But if you're like, guys, we're going to go on Space Mountain and then mm. we're going to go to that's a lot. Hall of Presidents. <laughs> then yes. What if they're like, no, that's closed because you have to sit too close to each other and think it of just all, could be a headache. Think of all the, um, the sanitizing they have to do in between on rides where there's handles and right. arm thingies. and did Shanghai you, Disney opened today. Oh, they did, yes. Really? Or yesterday. Or maybe it's forward, so maybe it was, yeah. yeah. Uh, May, May 11th, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, it'll be very soon. <laughs> okay. Within yeah. hours of yeah. now. Um, okay, that's Steve, did you buy your plane tickets? Uh, we did not buy the plane tickets. Cool. We bought hotel tickets. Those gotcha. were obviously uh, refunded. Good. Okay. 
But yeah, it was a, it's a little bit of a bummer. If you think about it too long, obviously the health ramifications, that is a Far tragedy outweigh, in and of itself. Yeah. But some of the other things that it's limiting, we've talked about this many times, but it's it sucks and it's okay to say that it sucks. And it's like, you can't do that. I, I keep thinking about high school graduates, no prom, yeah. no spring sports, no uh, graduation looks like it's going to be. I'm just, I'm sorry. I know. It's okay. We're all feeling the same thing. You're my you best friend. It's okay me. to feel your feelings. Yeah, feel all the feels. <laughs> all right. When we come back, you know, I know a lot of people are drinking. If you're too lazy to make a drink, have I got a new contraption for oh. you? I will tell you about it. When we get tipsy on the Donna and Steve show up next. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer Don McClain, all at your service. Mm-hmm. This is kind of interesting. I got stuff to tell you. Okay. I got stuff. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Now remind me, Donna, by the end of this. I'm sorry. By by the end of this, remind me, um, I have something for puzzle lovers out there who really are looking for a challenge. Okay. Okay. Hey. What? Donna. You stop. Are you going to poo-poo all of our puzzle-loving listeners? Yep. Me too. (laughs) I despise puzzles. I cannot do them. I don't. Okay. You think I have the attention span for a puzzle? Yes, no, but it's that boring. you should. I'm going to tell you Relaxing. something. If you're looking to take up a lot of time, okay, I've got the puzzle just for you. Not in a moment, but first. First, there is a new drink machine. Have you heard about this? I feel like maybe we talked about it before, but it's like a Keurig, but you make alcoholic beverages in it. So, tell me more. Okay, so. This is called Drinkworks. You know, it's the K-cup machine of cocktails, and it's $299. Shish kebab. And the idea emerged in 2017 when the product came to market, I guess, like a year later. Um, So they want to bridge the gap between a professional bar and a home bar and allow the cocktail lover to enjoy any number of drinks with the touch of a button. Wow. So the, these are actual pods that Correct. have alcohol and other ingredients in the pod. Correct. Um, see, I was originally thinking that you have to add your own mixer, but let's go down this road together, okay? So um, the liquid goods, so the pods, hmm <laughs> Um, all the alcohol in the mixers are contained within the pods. Oh, it's not enough. Whoops. That's what I was Did thinking. I I'm like, what? That's a shot. What are you going <laughs> to Hey, I don't want any ice. <laughs> um, so the machine mixes everything together with water, either still water or sparkling water, and then it creates what the company says is the perfect drink. Including things like a mojito. Correct. Moscow Mule. Yes. Old Fashioned. You got it. Cosmopolitan Girls. Keep going. <laughs> Um, but the pods are typically priced at fifteen to nineteen dollars for a tube of four, oh. so that's fifty to fifty-five dollars for a variety pack of twelve. So you're looking at I don't know what four or five dollars a drink, in addition to the two hundred and ninety-nine dollar machine. Uh, I don't know about all this. Uh, it's it doesn't even look like it's currently available in right. 
Minnesota. Well, um, you're gonna ship it though, right? Enter your zip code. I did, right. and it says, "Sorry, home bar sampler pack is currently unavailable in your area." Oh, maybe they sold out. There are 20 drink offerings in the lineup. That's a good. That's good. That's fun. It's um, like a, I guess batch cocktails. Those it, work. It's, it's kind of cute if you're having a party. Yeah. You know, like it's a cute, fancy addition to any party. But if you're just getting it for yourself. I struggle a little bit with Keurig coffee. I've had two Keurigs and really went through a phase of really preaching about the Keurigs, telling people, you got to get a Keurig. You got to get a Keurig. Yeah. But for my money, I do taste the difference from Keurig coffee to coffee coffee. Mm-hmm. And it just tastes a little weaker, watered down. Yes. You know, you could, you could, could fix, you know, you could fix that problem either by buying the little filter thing where you put your own coffee in it, which I've is what I've that. been doing, or you can do two pods and just make them smaller sizes. Yes. And I've done that. I feel like there's a little bit, for me, there's just a little weird aftertaste. I, I don't know. I don't, I, this is what I taste. It's okay. It's just, uh, you do use the America. All right, tell us about the puzzle. Uh, we'll link this up for you so you can find it at mytalk1071.com on the Donna and Steve show so, page. Let me just ask really quick. You do not pour vodka or gin in that correct. side of the... You don't... Do that's not, water. Do not fill uh, that carafe wa- with oh, vodka. Okay, I'm just saying. We don't they want are... you to come out with 12 ounces of vodka, then going through <laughs> concentrated <laughs> mojito mix. It's Each pod contains premium spirits, precisely measured drinks infused with all natural ingredients. The liquid is the it's a liquid filled alcohol pod. Okay. I mean, Mm. why can't you just buy the the spirits and just make your own? It just is weird. Like, it's a novelty item for a party. There you go. Yeah. And some people don't want to do the mixing and the shaking and the stirring and, you you know. Oh, it's very taxing. All right, guys, listen. These two ladies, Don and Don, they love a good puzzle. They love a good puzzle. I like a brain puzzle. Okay. Here is something for you. Okay. Heinz Ketchup has released a 570-piece puzzle that's all red. No. It's not like you're putting together the Heinz ketchup bottle, so there will be some oh. things that tip you off to like, oh, there's the white. Oh, that's a five and the Heinz 57. It is just all red puzzle pieces. So that's if the- you need a challenge, this is the puzzle for you. Doesn't that make it easier, not harder? No, no, no. That would make it harder because then you have no points of reference. So you can't look back at the box. The yeah, finished version, the Donna, of the barn. No. will just be a, a giant rectangle of red, only red. I see. So you can't be like, oh, that's a fence. That fence post, we need that down here. Save that. There's the horse's leg. Sure, I got it. That's not his leg. All right, okay. All right. What are we doing? We can't get back into how animals breed. It's just, clearly, I'm a child and I cannot concentrate. It's more of a kickstand. Okay. Okay. Heinz ketchup. I have a tip for everybody if you want to do something fun while um, stuck in the house. Wait, are we moving off the puzzle thing? Oh, is there more? Well, I just thought that, you know, it would bubble up conversation. Oh, you want, to bre- you want to break it down? <laughs> no. Go ahead. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, you said horse, and it made me think of paint by numbers. Get yourself a fun 
paint by number. It is so satisfying and gratifying when you complete one of those. And you put it in a frame, you tell everyone you painted it. There you go. You're welcome. We'll be right back. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.